Welcome to the Worship Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 234 of the Worship Probs podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say, I think we hit that most of the time. Uh, you know, yeah, Those that's, that's safe to say. I mean, I think we hit it. I, I don't mean to be prideful, but no. that's, we work hard at that. We do. We do. You know? Or maybe it's sometimes so, heavier on one or the other, you know, the entertainment. Yeah, I mean, and it's probably people laughing at us, not with us. <laughs> right. I mean, that happens. But that still counts. Right? Sometimes those episodes slay, man. Oh, gosh. Here he goes again. I really hope you forget. Sometimes <laughs> they slay. Oh, man. And it's, you know that voice. You guys, it's Big Yonce. Yep. I'm here again. I'm here <laughs> yep. again. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Just call me old faithful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh man. We're gonna have a good time today. We've got those three E's that we, you know, that we always Absolutely. try to hit on every time. So we wanna uh equip you for ministry. We're gonna share some resources um that we hope will really add to your toolbox, your little ministry toolbox that you've got going. Mm-hmm. We want to help entertain you. So sharing some laughs with some prayer concerns. Do we have OG today? What are we doing today? We're going OG today. I love OG. Okay. OG. OG prayer concerns. concerns. Uh, We've got a DM leading well when your tank is empty. And how do you do that? That's, that's real. That's real. Um, That is real. Yeah. So we're going to, Brian, I'm going to tackle that. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And then we're also sharing a conversation that we got to have with Eric and Jonathan from Stockholm Worship. We went international, international international conversation. So yeah, good stuff. It's an international podcast of mystery. It is. Oh, gosh, we're going to brand that with the warm blanket of goodness. I mean, yes. I think we just put all of these on a shirt. I mean, I would think so, too. It, It'd be like a NASCAR shirt with like patches <laughs> all over it. And... Yes. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. You guys, it's going to be awesome today. And continuing with the awesomeness, let Jen tell you about Planning Center. Let's talk about the way that Planning Center can help organize your church ministries. Many of you are already familiar with Planning Center and may even be using services to plan your weekly events and schedule volunteers. But what you might not be as familiar with is that Planning Center is actually an all-in-one church management software system. Planning Center can help keep your whole church engaged by creating space for important data like prayer requests and event attendance, or even tracking first-time guests, making follow-up simple and easy. With different products on a unified platform, your whole team can stay aligned across ministries and eliminate anyone working in silos or having to track information across multiple programs. There are so many things you can do with Planning Center. And best of all, you can customize how you use it based on your church's ministry needs. Anyone on your team using Planning Center, whether they run sound, play drums, or schedule volunteers, has access to Planning Center's training materials and support team too. So go to planningcenter.com to learn more and get started for free. So Jennifer, uh, we're recording this in advance. We are. In advance of the move. We the are. Smales go east. Mm-hmm. How, how, what's the countdown? Uh, like in three days. Yeah, three days. I know. I know. And we got yeah. a little bit of an internet mystery at the we new house. We do have so an we're, internet we're, mystery. We're recording in advance a little bit. So we bought, uh, yes, we bought a new build that's, um, I don't know if I've talked about it this much. We wanted a little bit of a rural feel, but we didn't yeah. want to be totally out in the sticks because let's be real, Josh and I are city kids. And um, <laughs> even just what with, with what we've bought, it's going to be an adventure. But um, so we've got this beautiful uh, new build on five acres, but it didn't occur to anyone to maybe go ahead and pull the internet you know, line across the street to our house. So yeah, it's been taking a little while to, uh, so awesome, <laughs> to take man. a bit. And we've learned, we're learning something. We we don't live in Tennessee yet, but we've learned that there is such thing as Tennessee time. And, Ooh, and gotcha. yep. they just, there's, there's like the sweetest people. They move on Tennessee time, which is probably yeah, 
you know, half the speed that Josh and I are used to, you know, working and getting things done. So yeah, so we've got a little bit of an internet mystery. So we're recording in advance because we're not sure what exactly my situation is going to be. Well, um, we'll we'll be praying for that. And I tell you what else I'm praying for are some some reels of you on some type of tractor. Okay. Yeah. Like maybe a straw hat. Yeah. A straw. I do cutting. plan to capture a struggling through this. Um, yeah, because I do I, think it's going to be here for, there's going to be moments where it's gonna be quite hilarious. One of my dreams is like someday you'll be on a tractor cutting the grass and you'll look over Kim and I, we're just sitting there eating some popcorn. Just, watching. <laughs> just, just, just going to show up at my house and yeah, exactly. make some popcorn, sit on the porch and I'm going to turn around <laughs> and you guys are there. Hey, I support that dream. If it gets you guys there, then sure. I'll, awesome. I'll go cut yeah. the grass. And <laughs> Well, we're praying for the big smell move. Thank you. Um, yeah, I know that's big yeah. for you and your family. And yeah. um, we're excited to get you on the uh, almost to Eastern I know, time. Hey, we're excited. Central time, but the time, guys, there's like equations oh, and gosh. theorems yeah. and all kinds of stuff involved when we're trying to schedule these interviews. Yep. And like it's the Stockholm guys that we're talking to today. So we've got Sweden. Yep. We've got Indianapolis. We've got Phoenix. We've got <laughs> yeah. Every, different continents. I mean, we had to start charts zones. so we had to get our uh, graphs out to go, <laughs> yeah, exactly. how are we going to do yeah, this? Like, yeah. I had a compass and I'm like on the map on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, but it's going to be great fun. It and is. guys, what else is great fun? Worship karaoke. Make sure you're looking out for those episodes. Um, we may have just dropped, we may or may not have just dropped episode <laughs> four um, because of the calendar and deficiencies on my end. I just don't, I just don't remember when it's coming out, but keep an eye out for episode four with Jordan Howerton from Christ Church of the Valley. Uh, it's going to rock you and uh, look for episodes one through three as well uh, over on the YouTubes at Worship Probs. Um, and, you know, again, check out our sponsor, American Musical Supply. They're just awesome. Um, they, uh, they're doing some things behind the scenes that I can't wait to tell you about to, to help people and uh, just love, love, love that. So if you need mm. instruments or recording gear or DJ gear or microphones or cameras or whatever you need, man, your podcaster, whatever, whatever you're doing, uh, hit the link in our bio and there's a special code there to save you some money. Um, you can also support us on Patreon. We've been telling you about that. Um, you know, all kinds of levels for uh, everything from t-shirts that that are exclusive to our insiders all the way to you know monthly zoom meetings with us some yeah. coaching uh you want to you want to ask the big room question on a podcast sign up for that level right. man you want a day all in the life with brian sign up yeah there's there's that one and lower your expectations <laughs> if you sign if you, if you sign up for that level it's going to be um boring. Okay. It's going to be quite boring. You know, not boring. Maybe, uh, I don't know, like a steady kind of a day, uh, you know, steady. uneventful in the best way. That's what we call spin. We call <laughs> in the business, we call that spin. Listen, I'm, I'm your friend. I'm just trying to help you out. Okay. I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> hey, and, and lastly, uh, in the announcements, uh, section, uh, experience conference yeah. is coming. It's in August. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right at the end of the month there. Yeah, right. At the end, it's the week before Labor Day. Yes. And this lineup. Oh, I know. I mean, come on. I know. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Josh it's Baldwin. It's pretty awesome. So Red join Rocks. us. At yeah, a, there's all kinds of people. I do believe we're recording an episode of the podcast <laughs> um, as a as a workshop there with people in the room, which we love to love do. Love it. If yep. you've ever been to one, it's just great fun. So mm -hmm. make sure you join us at Experience Conference 23. Well, Brian, you know what time it is. Okay, Aura Ace. I think it's time for Prayer Concerns. Prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They're the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Five Words Media is also the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Props. Now, if your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear, or maybe you have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz, and they will do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. Just consider them as an extension of your church production team, and they'll focus on the five words that clients experience with every project they do. Those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. 
Just click the link in our bio and then click on the link for Five Words Media to get started today. Guys, I don't even, I've run out of adjectives to describe (laughs) prayer concerns. It's just great fun. And, uh, we're going OG. We got a few varieties of, uh, of, of prayer concerns. This is the OG, like your congregation roasts you because they mm-hmm. just don't like what you're doing or wearing or singing or, uh, how you're, how loud it is when you're doing any of those things. So, uh, people from all over the world, send these in. You can go to our website, worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab, or you can DM these to us, uh, on the socials. We'll always keep your name or your church's name uh, confidential, you know, we're not, we're not going to out you. So these are OGs today. So let's dive right in prayer concern. Number one, I had a congregant tell me recently that, uh, they were grateful that my vocals had improved to be much better than they were before. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Can you just keep that one to yourself? Let's just... (laughs) Again, when did a simple, you know what, you're you're just sounding lovely. When did that stop being enough for people? Yeah. <laughs> I'm grateful your vocals have improved. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's like, oh. wow. let's apply that same grit yeah. to your comments. Yes, exactly. Gosh. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Okay, number two, prayer concern number two. I didn't realize we could do jazzercise in church. Apparently, I move around a lot. Jazzercise, though. <laughs> Jazzercise. Yeah. So wow. That's the, it's sweating to the oldies. I know. I'm like, man, this is a, we just went on a back trip. Like we went back in time on this one. Jazzercise. Come on, man. Jazzercise. Oh wow. my Lord. Okay. Oh my Lord. Okay. Number three, prayer concern. Number three. Years ago, and I'm sure this lady is now with the Lord. I had a choir member. <laughs> this is, I'm just reading it, guys. Okay, okay. okay. I'm just reading it. I had a choir member who was a dead ringer for the sea witch in The Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> she came up to me, she took my hand, and she pulled it to her chest, okay, literally. Okay. And she said, I'm a member of your fan club. And followed that with, I may be the only one, but I'm a member. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> Okay, <laughs> some little kind of serial killer vibes. <laughs> yeah, just a just little, little off putting. Oh, yeah, I'm a little creeped yeah. out. You know, a little <laughs> off putting. Uh, oh my okay. gosh. Oh, number four. Number four. I recently had a team member ask me to cut our songs down to three because he invited people to come visit and they had plans after church. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Whatever. Is there anything else you need? Hey, us? we <laughs> need to get to the Golden Corral yeah. because it's steak day. So we got some lunch plans. So if we yeah, could exactly. uh, trim the service a little bit. Yeah. Go ahead and cut her down <laughs> if you would. If you wouldn't mind. Wow. Oh my Lord. Okay. Here's the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup. And it just says, you look much smaller down here. Oh man. <laughs> Again with the appearance. <laughs> I know. Where comments. are they normally viewing from? That's what I want to know. Yeah, exactly. And like, like what, where are you <laughs> Come on, now. watching Come on, on the fam. live stream? Like what? <laughs> you look yeah, exactly. much smaller down here. It was so weird. Wow. So weird. Yeah. Uh, guys, so those are our prayer concerns. And uh, you can always send yours in by going to the website, worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concerns tab or just DM them uh, to us uh, on the socials. Well, one of the things we love to do is to tackle your questions. And we do that in a segment called Sliding into the DMs. Well, we got a good one this week. Um, leading well when your tank is empty. How do you do that? Wow. This might be, oh, man, because this is a hard one. It is a hard one. Uh, and I'll just say this. It's going to happen. Yeah. Unless you are, unless you're doing the things that fill your tank, right? right? Unless you're, you're in the word, you're praying, right. you're spending time with the Lord, you're, you're, you're you're having your own personal worship time, right? Yeah. Uh, during the week, yeah. And guys, uh, not to be a Debbie Downer, but even then, there probably are going to be times where maybe maybe different parts of your tank get empty. Mm-hmm. Like 
you know, one of the things that Hosanna Wong talked about last week is, man, you're down for God and God's church, but it's God's people can sometimes be a little, and so you're a leader, it can be people on your team. It can be people in the congregation. Maybe they're hitting you with some real consistent prayer concerns. Mm-hmm. First of all, you send those to us. Right. Then uh, <laughs> then you realize, you know, okay, I, this is kind of starting, starting starting to grate on me a little bit. And we've talked before about, you know, knowing your signals. Yeah. Uh, when do you know that you're, you're kind of tiptoeing near the edge? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me, I start to get really, really short with people. Yeah. And, and the, the bad habit tendencies in my personality come to the forefront, mm. you know, where, you know, I talk about food all the time and, but that, you know, that, that, <laughs> that escalates yeah. uh, when, when I'm, when I'm on the edge. And so, man, I, I just think you have to be really in tune. Um, you know, you've heard, you've heard us say before, uh, you need to have people and you need to have a plan. Yes. Um, because this is one, this is one of those things that's going to happen. You need to have people around you that will help you, people that will help you recognize the signs and the signals. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a spouse, maybe it's uh, a really close friend or a mentor, right. um, people that help you you recognize. And then you need to have a plan in place for what happens, okay? Um, you know, I've got some conversations to have. Mm-hmm. I've got, I need to talk with my pastor. I need to, maybe if, maybe, maybe you need to get out for a little bit. You need to use some vacation days. You need to right. do whatever, whatever fills your tank. You need to go get that fill. Right. Well, and it needs to be a regular discipline. Like don't get in the habit of, you know, you get all the way down to empty, then you refill and then you get all the way down to empty, then you refill, you know, I guess I can't speak for everyone, but I'll, this is what I know of myself. Uh, I can't lead well when my tank is empty. And I, and I think that maybe that's kind of an illusion that a lot of us have. Oh, my tank's empty, but I'm going to keep going. You know, I'll go on a vacation this summer. I'll go on a break next year. It's like, no, no, no. Uh, when your tank is empty, you cannot lead well. You're no longer leading well. Um, you have to start first with leading yourself. And so, you know, I echo everything that everything that you say. And if you do recognize your tank is empty, you know, start getting some disciplines in place. Uh, reevaluate. You know, what what do I need to let go of? What can I um, empower someone else to do? What is something I'm doing that just is not necessary. You know, how do I need to prioritize my time? And then how do I have like a regular rhythm, get into a steady rhythm? And I get it. That's hard. I struggle with it sometimes, you know, and there's going to be seasons where even your steady rhythm probably isn't going to be enough. You know, you Easter, Christmas, you know, those extra, you know, taxing seasons that, you know, really require that much more. But I think, yeah, developing some sort of a steady discipline of keeping that tank, you know, pouring into it regularly so you don't have this pattern of full all the way drained, full all the way drained going on in your life. Because again, that's just not sustainable. That's a really excellent point, Jen. Um, and, you know, trying to even that out yeah. so that you're, you're regularly replenishing. Mm-hmm. That's so important. And, and, you know, you, you want to do that spiritually. Yep. Um, look, I'm a man, but I am not ashamed to admit I'm a very emotional being. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I need to do that emotionally. Yep. Um, I need to do that physically. Yeah. Um, you know, find out, you know, on the spiritual side, it's it's a little bit of an easier equation because mm-hmm. you know the things that are going to fill your tank. It's just the discipline of doing them. Right. Um, but you know, physically, emotionally, you need to figure out what those are. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's maybe you get outside, you you go for a walk, yep. you 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 sit in a dark place and stare at the walls. I mean, whatever, whatever does it for you, you know, I mean, yeah. whatever does it for you, you, you move cross country right. with a bunch of people and mm-hmm. buy a house with no internet signal. I mean, that's <laughs> that what fills, you, that fills my tank right up. <laughs> oh man. Gosh, that's so good. That's oh, good though. Well, guys, that's good. That's good. And, uh, hope, hopefully that's helpful for you. If you have other thoughts, DM those to us mm-hmm. uh, on the socials, or you can email us info at worshipleaderprobs.com. And we're thrilled to welcome a new sponsor this week, um, Every Man's Battle Workshop from New Life Ministries. Those are wonderful people that mm-hmm. uh, uh, I know, you know, Jen uh, know, is familiar with them as yep. well. Yep. And uh, Kim and I have gotten to do some traveling with uh, New Life and Steve Arterburn. And uh, they're just, it's an incredible ministry. It so is, we're glad yeah. to welcome them uh, this week. Well, we recently had an international podcast of mis- mis- mystery. That's hard to say. <laughs> mystery. <laughs> and uh, we were able to sit down with Eric and Jonathan 
from Stockholm Worship. Today's interview is brought to you by New Life and the Every Man's Battle Workshop. As a man, sexual integrity can feel so far out of reach, but it doesn't have to be that way. Just one weekend can give you the help and hope you're seeking from a life of sexual addiction to a life of freedom from shame and guilt. Addictive and compulsive sexual behaviors don't have to control your life. And once you attend the Every Man's Battle Workshop, you'll discover you are not alone and begin to live the life you want. Click on the link in our bio to find out more about the Every Man's Battle Workshop and explore the many other offerings from our friends at New Life. Transforming lives through compassionately communicating God's truth and connecting people into redemptive relationships. Well, the Worship Probs podcast is thrilled to have Eric and Jonathan from Stockholm Worship with us. Guys, thanks for taking the time today. Thank you so much. <laughs> I was hoping we're international. Yeah, I was hoping you got to go for our last names as well, but I, you just went Jonathan Eric because it's especially <laughs> yeah, my last name is pretty hard. I I attempted it in my in the privacy of my own basement, but I was like, yeah, I don't want to offend them right yeah. off the bat. So. You took the easy way out. <laughs> I mean, Jonathan Brandstrom. It's it's pretty. My one is uh, in Swedish Liljero, or like in English Liljero. Oh. Or in Spanish, yeah. Lilgero, or in Italian, Lilgero. You know, that's <laughs> you, you take me anywhere, there man. Was, and I'm, yeah, there was, there was no winning. We weren't even going to attempt yeah, it. it. Wasn't <laughs> so just stick with, you can stick with Eric. Eric is fine. <laughs> just a purely first name basis. Man, guys, we're, awesome. we're so excited to chat with you today. So, um, how are you both doing? Let's just start out easy. I'm good. Good. I uh, had a hectic day today, as usual. You always think like it, the next day will be easier, right? But <laughs> it's just full on with family and work and everything. But it's good. Good. Yeah, same. I've had a awesome. pretty busy day. It's, 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 it's nighttime here in Stockholm as we speak. I've done, this is actually my third podcast today. We, uh, I run oh, another right. Swedish oh. podcast with a friend and then uh, did a thing with Australia earlier this morning. And uh, yeah. just excited, guys, to talk to you guys. Uh, heard a lot about your podcast. And um, finally, we got a chance to be on it. Which we're stoked yeah. about. Well, we're stoked. We're stoked to have you. And anytime we get a chance to go international, which honestly has only happened, <laughs> but we, we're going to sell it differently than that. Anytime we get a chance to go international, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's always amazing. And so, love what you guys are doing. Um, so, just for the listeners, Stockholm Worship is based in Stockholm, Sweden. Um, and so, it's great to connect with you guys. You guys have been leading worship and writing for more than fifteen years. Um, as the creative team of Hillsong Sweden, can can you tell us a bit about your stories and how Stockholm worship came about? I can start, and then Jonathan can fill in. I think um, when we um, you know, we're, when we start to travel a bit to Nashville, and people be like, "What's what's your artist name? That's what's uh, what's the band's name? What about?" It? And I always had a hard time just to relate to being like a worship artist or a worship band because we're neither of those we're a worship team a local worship team we just it just happens to be a local worship team from a pretty well-known church called hillsong with a pretty long uh, legacy of just equipping the church globally with songs uh, that just are changing changing lives and changing the atmosphere in church everything so i think um and it, we like to say in Hillsong that we're one house, many rooms. I think we're in 30 plus countries, something, something. Uh, and I think every, every room has their own sort of flavor, almost like in a family, all the kids has their sort of, you know, their own flavor. And I think like, if you go to South Africa, you see like that the social impact is incredibly strong down there. I think in Stockholm, songwriting, music, putting, putting out new songs, singing new songs, it's going out. That, that it's always been a, a huge part of, our church here in Stockholm. And I mean, just in general, I think Stockholm, if you know anything about Stockholm, uh, there's a songwriting studio in, in every corner, you know, like it's just something here in, in, in the soil. I think that just, you know, people are going after songs. So I think that was always the flavor uh, that our room contribute with. And then we had in our hearts a couple of years ago, um, you know, we felt like we should do something from Stockholm. We want to record an album and, and myself and Jonathan, a couple of other guys in the team, um, we started to write. 
a lot of songs. We traveled the world and wrote songs. But I said to God, God, you need to open this door. I'm not going to open this door. You're going to be glad. You're going to give me a green light when it's time. And after like a couple of months, Brooke Lidgewood, the legendary Brooke, calls me. She's a dear friend. And she calls me and she's like, I don't know what it is, Eric. But for, for a week, I've had you on my heart. And the word from God is like, green light, go. I don't know what it is, but green light, go. And I was like, wow. oh, yeah, wow. okay. So that to me, it was like confirmation. Let's go. And then we go like two or three weeks passes. And then Joel Houston from his United texted me and says, bro, can you call? Can you talk? And we talked. And he's like, bro, I hear that you're doing uh, an album. I was like, yeah, 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 we're doing it. I'm super pumped. He's like, I didn't know we were allowed to do that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, what's happening? But, uh, but he was joking. He was like, can I, can I be a part of this project? Can we, can we put like 30 or 35 years of just legacy and just know-how and senior, you know, worship leading and songwriting behind you guys but you know keep the stock on flavor and would you be open to do like a project like that and i think myself and jonathan and the team just got super pumped about it and uh, that's yeah, how this that's all awesome. came together wow. and i mean it's like you said eric uh, we're, we're um we're, we're not like in, in that sense a band or anything like that we're just we were writing songs that we felt like we needed to sing as a church, as a community. I mean, church in general and globally has been going through uh, seasons of, you know, with the pandemic and everything, everything's been changing and and it's been a difficult time globally. And we've felt that as well. So uh, in that season and coming out of that season, it, it was just uh, prayers we needed to pray and songs we needed to sing. And it has blessed our church and our community tremendously. And, and, I think that's the heart behind why we even want to re recorded the songs because we wanted to share the songs and we wanted to, you know, articulate hopefully what others need to say and pray and sing as well. So it's, it, it basically, I feel anyway, like it's, it's songs that we needed to sing. Uh, yeah. So that's how like they came about. Yeah. Awesome. That's so powerful too. Just, you know, you're in tune with what your church body is feeling and going through. And so you start there and then you just let God carry it beyond um, if he mm -hmm. wants to. So I think that's so awesome. Okay. So you guys just released other side. It's a 14 song live. It's live album, right? Um, it is. Which that's live albums are just always something different. I love them. So can you tell us a little bit about it? Um, yeah, there's a lot of things to tell. I mean, and again, like the album is, is, is named other side. I think it's, um, I'm just stopping to think how honest you want me to be, but <laughs> I guess, <laughs> I guess which we, it's like, it's, it's hard to not be honest. I, I think it's like three reasons why we branded uh, the album other side. First other side um, was like for most people listening to this album or even to this podcast, they're on the other side compared to Stockholm. You know what I mean? Like on the world, you're either in Australia or in America and Stockholm is on the other side of the world. So that, that would just make sense for us to do like side to side. And then, um, there was like the Christian ver version was like, um, you know, there's the other side to whatever we're going through when God enters the room, which happens when we worship. Mm -hmm. So there's, and we were given so many testimonies and Jonathan can share a couple of those afterwards, but after this, but um, I think that's, that's one of the reasons also that we named the album other side. And then um, the third reason, if I'm going to be brutally honest, like I've been a part of this church for 17 years and I love my church mm -hmm. and it's been impacting the church globally for so long time. But over these last two or three years, at least two years, like the hit and the storm against our church has been pretty rough. It's been tough. Not saying that it's yeah. not saying that that any of those things uh, are not true, which I mean, I think it, it, it was some of these things was necessary for our church sort of to repent and, you know, to do right again and apologize and just look at the structure, but also the leadership structure and all of that. It's not, so not saying that anything of that was okay. I'm, I'm definitely not saying that, but I, I want to say that there's the other side of our church also. And that side is pretty beautiful. It's, it, it's, it's yeah. tens of thousands of people all over the world, loving Christ, loving people, loving his church, making a difference not on the big platforms, not on the whatever big Instagram accounts that you guys follow, you know what I mean? Just the, the, the faceless army of people just building the church and impacting the church globally. And I'm just passionate to say like, you know, that there's other side also. Uh, and, and that side is pretty incredible. And God is still breathing on that side. So 
yeah, that's that's sort of the the story behind why we call it the other side. Man, I love that. And and thanks for your your vulnerability. Yeah. I I know that you you guys have are are going through some stuff uh you know globally and so I, we really appreciate your vulnerability you. on that. Um and, and so as I was reading um I read that a quote from you, I think it was Eric, your your heart is not for people to just listen to these songs but to sing them uh in their churches. And I was curious um you know, you've shared a little bit about the the global stuff that that Hillsong has gone through, but are there are there any other uh, like personal stories or personal songs from your church that led to this this record coming out? I, like, are there any? Yeah, I'd love to set up a Jonathan for this because I think it's like I think Jonathan said that thing, not me, so I cannot take credit for it. Uh, but uh, but also like as Jonathan said, like we didn't write songs for an album; we wrote songs that we needed to sing. Like we had people in our teams that were going through like incredibly tough seasons in their marriage or like someone losing their mom in cancer or like just, so we had to write songs for our church. Like, and and these songs became like weapons or tools, like a toolbox or weapon box on songs that we needed to sing. And um, I'm sure, I don't know if you want to share your story, Jonathan, on some of the songs. Um, definitely. But we'll, uh, I remember one of the first songs we, we, we wrote for, for that ended up on the album is a song called sing hallelujah. And, um, me and my family were coming out of a very tough season. We, we lost our third child. He was diagnosed with a incurable disease and, uh, we had to go through that. And, um, as a family, we had two daughters back then and, and me and my wife. And it was such a, like, um, obviously like the toughest season I've, I've ever needed to deal with uh, as a father and, uh, as a husband and as a worship leader. And we saw how church, like the, the creative community is really close. So they were really close to us during the, the, the season, but coming out of that, uh, because we lost him and we didn't get the miracle we were hoping for or praying for. Um, so for a while there, I didn't write much songs. Uh, I didn't know what to say basically (laughs) or honestly. So when we started writing again, and even when I was leading worship, there were certain songs that I felt like I told Eric about it. Like, to be honest, I don't feel like I can sing this right now. I I, I need to wait for a while. And he was just like, stay, stay honest with God. He can handle it. And so we, we just decided early on me and my wife, let's just be brutally honest with God. He can, he can take it and he can handle it. But we, we wrote this song anyway. Um, and it's a metaphor for Mary at the tomb. Why are you crying? Why are you weeping? Let your tears fall down and dry is the verse. And it doesn't say stop crying. It's just say, let them fall to the ground and let them dry because there's another season coming. And, and Wilhelm um, wrote it with me and Eric and um, he had an idea for a bridge. And I remember Eric looking at me like when we wrote the, when we were writing the song, like, will Jonathan be able to sing this? Because it says, sin, where's your power? Death, where's your sting? Hell, where's your victory? We know, we know who won. And I just felt like I was ready to kind of like lift my eyes and just declaring like we didn't see it in the season we went through, but we know that he won. He's still the conqueror and and sin has no power or death hasn't its thing if we if we can leave it to God. And it was such a beautiful, I just wanted to share that as well, because when, when we released the song, um, it was on a Friday and that Sunday I was leading worship in in in. Hillsong in, in Copenhagen. And one of the guys singing with me, he, he told me, uh, because we shared kind of the story with, with the song. And he told me like, you can't imagine how much this song has helped me because me and my wife lost mm-hmm. our child. And we're talking about it. If, if we're being honest in as, as Christians and, and, and as a global community, there are more of us that might not see the miracle we're hoping for mm-hmm. than the ones yeah that might see that miracle. And sometimes we highlight yeah. that in church. We highlight the miracles and I'm all for it. I'm all for that faith. But what he said, like he felt so encouraged by someone singing that didn't get their miracle because he went like, if you're singing, I can sing too, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and so 
pretty much like all of the songs on the album has maybe not like similar stories, but there are like there are songs that we desperately needed to sing. And I remember leading that song and Eric was was uh, leading it as well in church. Like when the church sang that the first time, it was just such an incredible moment when you're as a community go, you go through the valleys, you know, and you, you go through them together and then declaring that still is such a powerful thing to that. Right. Wow. I want to camp here for just a minute because, you know, our, yeah, thank you. Gosh, for sharing that one incredible story, but you know, our podcast, you know, it's highly directed at worship leaders or, you know, worship team members, volunteers, that sort of thing. And we get a lot of questions that come in from, from leaders who, who are asking questions, how do I lead my team through something difficult, you know? And so globally we've gone through something incredibly difficult just with the pandemic. And then your church has gone through something incredibly difficult. Then you've personally gone through incredible grief and difficulty. How did you lead your team? You know, what, what did you guys do to help lead your team through grief and through challenge and, and kind of move them forward in this, in this season? Uh, I mean, Eric, you, you, you're probably better at speaking into this, but I think, I think like life is, it's, it's, it's all about balance, right? It's, that's how you serve the best. If, if you're able to balance your, your family life with your, your commitment to church, and it's all about balance. But at the same time, I feel like that was the balance, at least for us, we needed to be brutally honest. Like I said, uh, earlier with God, with our grief, like with our issues or with our pain. But at the same same time, you need to balance that with lifting your eyes towards yes. heaven and, and, and the savior and the one who can actually take you through this. And I mean, there, we had so many questions uh, during that season, but what we can honestly say, both me and my wife, we felt a peace beyond all understanding. We really did. Mm. So you kind of need to hold on to that. So we held on to that. We had a few or a bunch more questions, but let's just mm. balance it with being brutally, brutally honest, but, but at the same time, focusing on what's there, what's real. And that peace was real for us and we needed it. So we were holding on to that and we were trying to lift. So, I mean, in, in and when, I feel anyway, when the team sees that, when they see both the honesty and like, let's be honest here because it's tough. Uh, but at the same time, we can't stay there. We can't, we can't, to use your words, we can't camp there. You know, that's right, not where yeah. we're, we're staying. We need to acknowledge it and be honest about it. But then at the same time, kind of listen. And, and I mean, uh, I think there's um, unity to that as well, because when I, might be going through a season where I can't maybe lift as many people as I want. They can, you know, but they, because they've seen me being honest and they've been seen me being vulnerable. So they can be the same. Uh, I think that's at least one of the things. Yeah. I think so. And I think like just the, what you touched on there, Jonathan, I think like just being transparent. I think I, I really wanted to be sort of, a, sort of as transparent as you wanted need to be with the church and the congregation jonathan but also giving you guys time and space to just heal and and we were agreed on like this is not something that you get completely healed from ever it's it's, it's scars that that they're going to carry for the rest of their life and um but god can god can breathe on that brokenness and i think that was revelation for me like it's just it, it is true like some sundays as Jonathan's leader in church, like it was Sundays where he just texted me, like I can't lead church, worship this Sunday, or like it'd be like, bro, like this song, um, someone else has to lead it. Like I don't believe in this world yet. I think, and and what what we did, like we were transparent with that with the team as well. I think, in a, for example, like in a, in a relationship, it's not it's not a bad thing to disagree sometimes. It's not a bad thing to just you know question things in a relationship. Like, but a bad thing is to not talk when the conversation dies. And I think that's what I encourage Jonathan, which is let's, let's just talk to God. But if, we, if you, if you need to be angry on God, just be angry on God. That's fine. Just mm-hmm. don't, don't be quiet on him. And, um, I think that night, like that night when we recorded the album in like a 3000 seat, it was one of the first gatherings after COVID restriction got lifted off. 
Mm-hmm. And to me, on a personal level, I still have a hard time to talk about it because it's on a personal level, but also as a past on a pastor's heart. To see him just walk up, we've been like a B stage in the middle of the room. People could YouTube that. It's an incredible moment. Moment, and um, just start to sing, sing where's your power, death where's your sting now, and that's pretty much all you sang for a lot of time. Then just. Mm-hmm. That volume of our church when they, hell West, you'll be. It was, I've never in my life, and I've been on a lot of stages touring with Hilton for many years. I've never heard a room sing that loud. And I lost it. Wow. Like, I really did. I just, wow. like, I, I, I was crying so bad. Like, my whole piano is just wet. Like, it was, to me, <laughs> like, I, could, I can kind of one hand, like, moments like that. So, that to me says, like, when we're transparent, when we're willing to show our brokenness, to God and to other people and not show like I'm the perfect worship leader. I have it all together. I always live a perfect life. I have no say. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not what people are looking for. They're like, oh, right. but actually if Jonathan can sing that. I can sing also, even though I don't feel qualified to sing or like Jonathan is leading that song, you know, and, and he doesn't have everything coming together. I can also lead that song. You know what I mean? And that gives so much faith for our team and our congregation. Mm. Wow. Mm. Wow, gosh! Thank you, thank you for sharing wow. that. I really, wow. I, I think that's going to encourage uh, some of the Absolutely. some of the listeners. So, okay, so now I'm going to lighten it up because <laughs> I, t- I took us deep diving into heavy. So, <laughs> so you guys have toured, you've toured <laughs> around. Um, you know, you've you've been in a lot of places. You've stood on a lot of stages. So, is there any funny story, something that has happened where maybe things did not go according to the plan? You guys got off tracks, something just, you fell off a stage. We've heard so many stories from leaders. Is there anything funny that's happened that you could, uh, you wouldn't mind sharing with us? <laughs> uh, I, hate that, I hate that question because it's always <laughs> in my head. Always it keeps in us my all head. humble. I have this thing that I have to say. I don't want to say it, but I, like I have to say it. You, you, Guys, you can see if you want to edit out this out afterwards. This is like, I mean, I have so many times when it's gone so wrong. But uh, just, uh, <laughs> I had this, I had this moment in our church Sunday night, leading worship, in between song one and two. Normally, you do your standard shout outs, like let's lift up a shout of praise. Come on, let me know if you love Jesus tonight. Is there any faith in you know all of those things? You shut up. And then, uh, you know, I just, I don't know, just got a little bit loose on the moment. So like, I was going to say, like, how many people love Jesus? But then I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just screaming out loud. She's just how many people loves to make love? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like one dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It's, it's on play. It's on play. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I have it saved on my iPhone, like as a as a voice memo, because it's just like one of the best moments ever. That's incredible. That's a, hey, if you have a video of that, please. Send I know, it. Santa, don't I want to see it, that. Don't do it. That's incredible. That's, it, it, that's incredible. Yeah. So that's yeah. Wow. Yeah, picturing oh, one guy. Lord. Woo. Yeah, I love that guy. I, I was just, I was just happy. I was just happy to start Friday night with you. That was my yeah. That'd be even worse. Oh my, oh, my lord, that's incredible! <laughs> so funny. That's incredible. Gosh. Um. Oh wow. Okay. So we're gonna uh, finish up here in a second with the big room question. But for those of you listening, obviously, you got to go follow Stockholm Worship on the socials, and please go check out the other the the new record, Other Side. Uh, fourteen tracks, live record. It it's phenomenal. So, um, make sure you guys go do that. So. Uh, for you guys, we end every interview with the same question. It's called the big room question. And if we could get every worship leader and all their volunteers and every production leader and all their volunteers, we gathered them all together in one big room Mm -hmm. and we gave you a microphone. What would you want to say to those folks? I think I know what I would say. I would say, because I would say unity is the key. And because we've been talking about it just just reminding myself and the team the last couple of Sundays when I've led, like I've just talked to the team because we have a gathering like that, but like locally, our church. And I just went like, we all lead worship, whether you do it by being a sound engineer or, or gathering like this shares, or like if you're singing or playing, whatever like role you might have, we lead worship. And if we do it together, if we do it as a unity, if we search to kind of like being united and 
we're so different and we're going through so many different seasons. So we can't, we can't unite in ourselves, but we can do it in God. And that's how we can find like that thin line that makes all the difference. So, um, that's how we hit the same note. That's, and, and for me, like even I had one of the girls doing, um, the lights in church uh, and she just told me like, we know that, you know, but we just like, we started practicing it. We started and we felt like we were all in a team and it's been such a special like journey just the last, just the last couple of Sundays, because some of the things after the pandemic, you just need to remind yourself about the basics. So Absolutely. unity, unity is key. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Um, I have to go with, and please don't check out now, uh, because you've probably heard people say that before, but let me explain it. Like, love Jesus more than you love the opportunity or the platform mm-hmm. or the chance for people to sing your songs or listen to your voice. Always, like, do a heart check. So, like, am I actually loving Jesus more than I love him, what I have, what I do for him? To me, I had to learn that the, the hard way. I think most people that lead worship or write songs or, like, or a ministry, they have like an inner drive, you know, like they want to do something with their lives. And I think sometimes that line is thin in between, like, am I actually doing this because I love Jesus or am I doing it because I'm looking for like an opportunity to try and be on a platform. And I think when I started worship after maybe half a year or a year, I had this, this complete game changer in my life. You know, I got saved by a piano when I was 21. It was no, no one else but than me and I got saved. Uh, and then started the worship, but, um, had some character to work on. And then uh, one, one day after Sunday morning, when I'm at worship, like this old lady walked up to me and she said, like, do you know what your problem is? And I was like, yeah, you're my problem. No, but uh, she's like, yeah, you know, what your problem is. And I was like, no, and she's like, you got two problems. Like, okay. Thank you. Courage. And, uh, and uh, you know, I'm a young worship leader, but it, it was just, it, this, what she said then was exactly what she, what I needed. She went like, this is the first time you worship in Jesus this week, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I was just quiet. And then she's like, you think too much about yourself when you're leading worship. And then I went home like to this uh, student apartment that I have in the Southern suburbs of Stockholm. I had like this tiny, tiny room with a red North stage keyboard there. And I turned on that North stage keyboard and started to play and I, I lighted some candles and when I was like, not when I closed my eyes a little bit, it, it looked like spotlights. And God, I felt like God speaking to me, stop looking for the spotlight, Eric. Stop looking for me. And um, what happens after that, I have to say it was like just a year of grace because the presence of God just filled that room, filled that room like like never before. And um, I, I can't remember if it, it was, if it was like five, six or seven hours uh, with God there by the piano. And then for a year, I went on a Bible school, and after the Bible school was finished on the afternoon, I just ran home, and every afternoon for a year, I had a date with God, and God showed up every night in that small student room, and it shaped me, and it taught me so much. And, and, and some of these things I don't even speak about because I don't want to do it, like it's between me and Jesus. But I, I know, and Jesus knows, that I love him more than any opportunity, and, and that's because of that year and that old lady. Wow. Wow. It's powerful. That's powerful. Man, what two two incredible answers. And uh, you know, we're two hundred thirty episodes into this, and those are those are pretty unique answers in the context of of all the other answers. And so thank you guys. Mm-hmm. Um again, thank you for taking the time. Uh man, this has been uh a real pleasure. And uh, for again, for the listeners, make sure you go follow Stockholm Worship on the socials and check out Other Side, their new live record. Um, Eric and Jonathan, thank you so much. Thanks for blessing us and our listeners, and thanks for taking the time, man. We appreciate it. We appreciate it so much. Thank, thank you. you, guys. And we're hoping by default to be in America again and, and do some touring. So I hope to see you guys over there Come then. On. Be awesome. Absolutely. That'd be awesome. Those are good dudes, man. They are. Don't you just good, love the way they dudes. talk? It just feels like because of the it. accent, everything they're saying is just that much more, I don't know, powerful and impressive. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Well, and you know, Eric being uh, one of the co-writers of the song Cornerstone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
Good that's a great song. It is a great song. I know. Man, that octave jump gets me though, man. Does it? What key? I'm not built for what many, key do you have to do it in? Jumps. Pretty low, okay, <laughs> probably. Um, <laughs> it's that one line, weak, made strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes, uh, you know, yeah. It's hard for me. I'm not built for those. I know because what's the original key? Like C or D or something like that. <sighs> yeah, it's not. It's You're not like possible. it's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. It's okay. This is a safe space, Brian. It's okay. Right. It's confession is good for the uh, soul. It is. Know? It is. <laughs> Guys, oh man, thank you so much for listening to episode 234 of the Worship Props podcast. You know, I, did we say this earlier at the top? I can't even remember. Did we ask everyone, our friends to go do us a favor and head on over to Apple Podcasts? I don't even know if we I mean, asked if we them didn't, yet. Why don't we go ahead? If and we did, you know, I'm going to go ahead and ask guys, do us a solid, go on over to do Apple it. podcasts, leave Come us on. a five-star rating with a nice review. Uh, again, it just helps get the podcast in front of more people. When you share it with your friends, with your family, with your teams, that helps to get it in front of more people. And this isn't Sharing to build our egos. This right. isn't to like pump us up. You know, we're not watching the numbers and finding our value in it, but we think that this is something <laughs> that is really, uh, really helpful to others. So thank you yeah. so much for sharing. Share thank you for, for uh, reviewing. Make sure you hit subscribe. That way you never miss a new episode. You're just right, um, right there with us on Tuesday mornings, ready to hit right play. You, <laughs> Thanks guys so much for following us on all of the socials. We love going back and forth with you. Even when you get salty, we still love it. Yeah, you know, exactly. I love a, good, a little exactly. bit of salt, a little bit of salt. It's like, it's like some salt on a warm tortilla chip, you know, it's, it's, it's just that little extra flavor. It's like a warm blanket of goodness. <laughs> it is. It is. Keeps things exciting. Okay. So sidebar. <laughs> yeah. That, the one, the video of you at the Dwell Worship and Creative Conference apparently lives on. Oh, the, the tell forever. me you're at a worship the, and creative conference. Yeah. yeah. With the clothing. Yeah. I don't know if it got shared by somebody yeah. or a bunch of people mm -hmm. recently, but man, it's, the comments. It's just still going. Whoo, it's still going. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a little bit of salt in that one. There's, <laughs> there's some salt saltiness in that. In that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you can find us at Worship Probs on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, and TikTok. And you can even find us over there on Twitter by searching the hashtag worship leader props. Yeah, and 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 we do love it that you do that. Mm -hmm. So uh we also love our friends at Maven Media Productions. You can find them at mavenmediaproductions.com. They're doing a killer, killer job uh, for us. All the, all, the, all the images you see related to the podcast and the editing of the podcast and the, their, their area of expertise is so much wider than that. Yeah. Like if you need some coaching or uh, somebody to come in and help your social media team uh, with some strategies or whatever it is, uh, hit them up, mavenmediaproductions.com. They're just awesome people. Mm -hmm. And I know they'll crush it for you. And thanks to Scott Hope for our intro. Guys, we love you. Thanks for listening to episode 234. Until next time, deuces. Smell you later. <laughs> <laughs>